Before we dive into today's wisdom, I want to share something super special with you. If you're feeling stuck, not sure which direction to go with your life, and you're wanting personalized support, then you're a perfect fit for my Freedom Fast Track membership. I'll help you align your values with your goals, rewire your mindset, and attract in your dream life. Ready to find more fulfillment, peace, and excitement in your life? Head to the description to get more information on both my one-on-one and group coaching programs in order to live a life you're thrilled to create. I can't wait to support you on your journey. Again, pop on down to the description and take a look at the Freedom Fast Track group membership and the one-on-one VIP Freedom Fast Track Accelerator. Now, let's get on into it. (laughs) Welcome to Radically Rewired the show where I fuse science and spirituality to give tangible tips to feel more confident, get more clarity, and live your most authentic and fulfilling life. I'm your host, Nicole Novoselsky, a former 9-to-5 desk job gal turned traveling entrepreneur, energy healer, and brain hacking yogi. This podcast is all about how to stop going through the motions and make the most of your human experience here on this earth. So let's learn how to get radically rewired. Recording live from my lakefront apartment in Lake Atitlan, Guatemala. So if you hear any waves or any roosters roaming around in the background, that, my friends, is why. In today's episode, we'll unravel the art of navigating the world during challenging times, when fear runs rampant and communities crave love and support, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. In the past, I know I've been frozen with uncertainty of how to respond during heavy events like mass shootings, pandemics, and wars. So I want to draw from my own personal experience and my mindfulness studies to guide you through how to transmute darkness into light. By the end of this episode, you'll have an action plan on how to manage the big emotions to keep shining your radiance to uplift the world around you amidst difficult times. Let's jump on in. Back in the day, big emotions used to make me uncomfortable. Not necessarily because I was afraid of the big emotion, but more because I didn't know how to help someone feel better or help myself feel better. And I wanted to say the right thing, do the right thing, and simply be useful to the person. I wanted the person or myself to have a breakthrough, shift the emotion, and have me be the emotionally intelligent hero that swoops in and makes everything better. Now, I can clearly see that that stemmed from the ego. And often, I didn't know what the magical phrase was to shift the emotions. So I got uncomfortable and I froze. Now, after going through my dark night of the soul and embarking on my own healing journey, learning under different spiritual mentors, I understand the concept of holding space and allowing ourselves to feel all of the emotions. Present me 
can now see that past me was putting so much pressure on myself to be some profound spiritual wizard to do and say the right thing instead of simply holding and creating space for the emotion to exist. In order to do this, there's a very important perspective to recognize first. It's the idea that every single human on this earth is operating out of their own personal experiences. Every single human grew up in a certain environment, learned certain habits, had different coping mechanisms, perspectives, and thought processes. When we can realize that we are all a product of different environments that operate from our learned experiences, then we can start to get more curious about how people experience their lives, what thoughts they have in their heads, and why they do the things that they do. That's what makes this world unique. The plethora of vibrant cultures, languages, traditions, and perspectives. Soulful Saga Time! I spent a long time trying to prove to people that my opinion was right. When it came to politics, I used to battle people who had differing beliefs, even with the emotional pleas of how could you possibly believe that, with me ending up frustrated and angry. I specifically remember going on a date with a guy who had completely different views than me, and the conversation always ended the same way. Tears in my eyes, me never wanting to see him again. And it struck me that I couldn't keep having these conversations that left me feeling even more distraught. And so I got curious about how to actually navigate big conversations, perspectives, and emotions because I realized that picking up the boxing gloves and going in the ring to battle it out divided the perspectives further. And I ended up feeling more disconnected to people instead of truly understanding where they were coming from. I wasn't saving the world with my perspective, but instead I was just confirming the other person's perspective with my emotional outbursts. So we weren't having any productive conversations. It was just furthering us more and more and more apart. And it wasn't until I lived with a mental health therapist for nine months during the pandemic that I learned the idea of holding space. Instead of going into a conversation guns a-blazing, I wanted to try a different approach. If shouting my opinion at someone is divisive, because of course when we shout at someone, oftentimes people will either fight it, they will flee, or they'll freeze. So instead of making someone go into fight, flight, or freeze mode, how can I actually connect with someone? Recognizing that I'm coming from my own operating system of what my family environment taught me growing up, I learned that it would be important to understand why people think the way that they think, to give them space to share their own experience and to get to the root of their belief and their feeling, just like how I was doing with my own healing work, getting to the root of my own thoughts, understanding my own upbringing, That is what I want to bring to other people and hold that space to have that conversation. I realize there are three magic words that can connect you to a person instead of creating an even greater divide. And in my experience, these words, along with a calming, centered, peaceful approach, can create the biggest impact. Now, 
These three words are tell me more. I first tried out this new approach with these three words at a bar in Bali, Indonesia. On this particular night, I was with a friend and we went to this bar to support the owner's grand opening. I somehow found myself sitting next to a man many years older than me who had a bunch of drinks and after he found out I was American, he decided to jump into politics right off the bat and was getting emotionally charged about certain political parties, leaders, wars, and was having an emotional outburst raising his voice at me when I hadn't even said anything about this to begin with. With his chaotic energy, I could feel myself getting riled up about to pick up the boxing gloves and fight back. But I knew deep in my soul that this would only make matters worse. That this man was spicy and he was angry and I knew any fighting back would cause more of a scene. So I remembered holding space. I took a big breath to center myself and I got into a calm and compassionate state. And with a nice, peaceful, supportive voice, I said, wow, it seems like you have some really strong stances. Tell me more. This opened a door. Instead of his guard going up, I heard a glimmer in his voice, finally excited to be heard and understood. He ended up telling me about his family and how they had to go to war and because the U.S. never supported his country, a lot of his family died. I consoled him and told him how horrible it must feel to have lost his family. Instead of fighting, he started tearing up and laid his head on my shoulder as I comforted him. What would have ended up as a fight turned into a hug and a very connected moment. We actually understood each other, which felt like the first time that I'd finally put down the gloves and instead was able to connect with someone on a way deeper level than just fighting it out, bashing it out. This became a very pivotal moment for me that laid the framework in how I would not only handle conversations like this, but how I would navigate the world when it all seemed to be swirling down into a negative pit of despair. Now, don't get me wrong, I still have opinions. <laughs> Yet now I zoom out and try to become the most loving, compassionate person that I can in these moments. Fighting hate with hate does not equal love. Holding space for understanding both sides actually creates conversations where all parties can be heard. Doesn't mean you have to agree with them. It just means that you're actually hearing them. And from this compassionate space, ideas are generated that are going to create more connectivity instead of just fighting fire with fire. When events in the world break out like war and pandemics, it can feel like we're being swallowed whole with fear, guilt, shame, uncertainty, and anger. When we're swallowed whole, it's extremely difficult to show up and create change. When I was traveling in Guatemala, currently am at the moment, while the country was having political unrest a couple months ago with protests and blockades, I went to a community meeting where one woman said the most important thing you can do is make sure you're pouring from a full cup and checking in on your local community. Make sure the people around you are okay and that will create a ripple effect. 
this really resonated with me because often we look at the big picture and we can get totally overwhelmed thinking that our words and actions won't make a difference, that they'll just be a tiny drop in the ocean. But if you can focus on yourself and your immediate community to make sure that they're safe and you're safe, then you're not focusing on the full, whole, big old ocean. You're creating a big ripple in your smaller pond. Bogging ourselves down with news and having conversations where we are constantly fighting is exhausting. So instead, how can you focus your energy on being your best self so you can radiantly shine your light into the world? Our next segment called Neuro Nugget. In today's Neuro Nugget, let's dive into the hormone oxytocin. According to a scientific study by Sue Carter in the Pharmacological Reviews, oxytocin is not your ordinary hormone. It's a neurochemical powerhouse that causes various impacts on our general health, development, reproduction, and social behavior. So what exactly is oxytocin? Research suggests that it actively supports our patterns of growth, resilience, and healing in the mind and body. It operates as an anti-inflammatory, an antioxidant, and it can help us cope with stress in the face of adversity or trauma. So when does oxytocin do its thing? It's released during various interactive behaviors. Think of moments of connection, like during labor, breastfeeding, sexual activity, or even a simple touch or warm embrace. Oxytocin isn't reserved for just maternal bonds. It's also released during positive interactions between adults, between humans, between animals, and even in response to food. And so this release during sensory stimulation contributes significantly to our overall well-being and our ability to handle stress. So why is this so important in today's discussion of the context of navigating challenging times? Because when we choose compassion and connection instead of divisive anger and arguments, this can stimulate oxytocin not only contributing to our overall happiness and lowering anxiety, but also allows us to pour from a more full, restored cup, which in turn allows us to create a positive ripple in the world around us. Brain hack of the day. Brain hack of the day. Welcome to the Brain Hack of the Day segment, where we explore practical strategies to feel better in your everyday life. Today's Brain Hack is all about consciously choosing connection. During times when you're feeling divided from others and the world feels turbulent and challenging, making that conscious decision to connect with others can be a powerful act of kindness, not only for them, but for your own well-being. Showing up in a loving energy, being open, and genuinely wanting to learn more about someone and their beliefs will help how you feel internally, which shifts how you show up externally. So your brain hack for today is to consciously choose connection. 
C-C-C. Consciously choose connection. Consciously choose connection. Approach conversations with an open heart using that magic phrase, tell me more, and witness the positive impact it can have on the relationships that you have and the world around you. Whether it's someone on the street that you encounter, or you can reach out to a friend, or you invite an open dialogue on your social media, whatever it is, make that conscious effort to show up with more compassion, understanding, and kindness And then watch how all of your connections blossom. It's not about changing someone's mind. It's about creating a space for understanding. If you're needing a little more guidance and shifting into a positive state, gratitude is a great tool to elevate your energy and feel more connected in your life. For all of my listeners here, I have a free Attitude of Gratitude Masterclass, which dives deep into why gratitude is so potent and gives you a five-minute technique to raise your vibration. We'll also talk about the mistake people make when they practice gratitude and how to fix this so that you can feel more joy, love, and of course, gratitude in your life. So if you're wanting to shift your energy, click the link in the description to sign up for the free Attitude of Gratitude Masterclass. Fulfillment Fast Track. Let's sum up this podcast episode with bite-sized steps for you to take everything we've learned and discussed into the world when you're feeling overwhelmed and challenged by external circumstances. Number uno, one, local impact. When everything feels overwhelming, start by focusing on your local community and how you can support them. You can create a ripple by supporting those closest to you in your circle. Number dos. Two, three little words. Utilize the powerful phrase, tell me more, to connect with others on a deeper level when you encounter people with different opinions and perspectives. Embrace empathy and curiosity, creating meaningful conversations that bridge the gap and cultivate unity. Numero tres, number three. Unique conditioning and experiences. Recognize that each person is simply operating from their own set of conditioning and experiences. When you understand the diverse backgrounds that shape us as individuals, we can put down the boxing gloves and connect more, which will release oxytocin and decrease our stress and increase our feeling of belonging and community. Number four. Prioritize your self-care and personal growth to fill up your own cup first. When you radiate positivity and fulfillment, you decrease the fear and anxiety in your own internal world, which then, boom, comes out into the external world, making a huge impact. Thank you so much for joining me on Radically Rewired today. I hope this was super helpful for you and that you got some tidbits to take into your everyday life. To continue this beautiful journey of exploration and self-discovery with me, hit that subscribe button and sign up for my newsletter to get notified about my newest episodes. You can sign up with the link in the description. I am so grateful that you're here taking another step toward living a life that feels extraordinary. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. This episode was made possible by the generous support of my sponsor, Amplify Your Voice. 
For more detailed episode notes and all the resources mentioned today, head on down to the description and explore the depths of this episode. Each episode of Radically Rewired is a step toward getting off of autopilot and soaring towards your dreams. Let's continue this transformative journey together, my friends. Until next time, keep rewiring, keep thriving, and keep shining. Let's love. Bye.